at 74 years old and 80, he only weighed about 81 kilos, so he's in the 82 and a half division, um, benched 97 and a half kilos, pause, right? Powerlifting spec bench, which is huge because 100 kilos is a really good standard for anyone going for to anyone. the gym. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and then for Adrian, that'd be like, you know, 122 chin-ups. For me, it'd be like anywhere between uh, like 100 and 110 chin-ups. So um, maybe we do that. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to do 110 chin-ups. Maybe what we'll do is we'll eat 10,000 calories instead because people love those eating challenge videos. And I was like, I don't want to eat that many calories. Like, that I kind of want to eat that. God awful. And I don't think that I could even do that. And I got 374. Um, never saying that before the comp, the week before the comp, he got a three, was it 390? 397. 397. So basically, he was going to cut another two kilos and lift a little bit heavier. And it would have been four. And he would have smoked me, right? Woulda, coulda, shoulda, but didn't. So as of right now, we're still, we're still, uh, we're still Drew. Wait. In the middle. In the middle of something, something, something in my sleep. What song was that? In the middle of the something. In the in the middle of. Welcome back, everybody, to Welcome the big flex. Back again. Recap edition. Recap. Today we are going to be recapping the event that we had over the weekend, the GPC State Powerlifting Competition, which was held on May first and second. Which uh, just I just want to like spoiler alert. We smashed it. By the way, yeah, yeah. Um, let's let's get right into it. Yeah, let's recap. Well, actually, first of all, um, before before we do anything, um, there are still a lot of people who watch these videos and they don't subscribe to these videos. That's right. And how, uh, how dare you? I feel personally attacked by that. So, I feel triggered. So <laughs> so triggered right go now. Go ahead and like and subscribe. It helps us out a lot, a lot, a lot. And the the, the more of a, an online community we have, the more cool stuff that we can do. That's it. Just be woke. Be woke and subscribe. And don't trigger me because this is my safe space. <laughs> I want to offend your safe space. <laughs> um, yeah. So we appreciate that. Hit that subscribe button and um, we'll get going. Uh, recap. Um, maybe let's start the week before the comp. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, getting some good numbers. Everyone's getting really good numbers. And then, except for you, you, you had hot trash numbers. We had numbers. a very almost opposite experience leading into the comp, I think. Well, well, everybody, I mean, everyone, so there was going to be nine people competing and eight of the nine were hitting PBs um, in training the week before deload. So yeah. everyone's in real good, except for you, you had a hot trash week, but that's all I, right. I bombed a little bit. Right yeah. I think we did talk about that in the last podcast as well. I was well, doing We were really going well. to, but then we had to reshoot the last podcast. Okay. Right? I, was, so, I, was, I was having a really, really good lead up. And then about three weeks before the comp, I dropped a 25 kilo weight plate on my toe and 20 broke kilo, it. 20 kilo. Don't 20 need to kilo. exaggerate, mate. 20, 20 kilo, kilos. 25 kilos. Still hurts. I broke my toe. Um, just, it's just a little break, not a big break. And um, it actually didn't slow me down that much. I had to take a couple of days off work and a day or two off training, but it's fine. It's still broken. And it's still all fat and swollen, but it, it's fine. I could train with it. So that was the first hurdle. And then... Uh, and then everything just kind of slowly declined after that. And um, I had a couple of really bad training weeks. I didn't hit any PBs on anything uh, leading up to the comp. And I was not was not in a good headspace for myself. I didn't think that I was going to do very well at the comp. So I just focused everything I had on my clients who all smashed it. Um, and then I just 
I ended up having a really good comp day. Yeah, you had a good day, good deload, and you, you peaked right in time, which is perfect. Yeah. Um, I had a very unfortunate lead up week. Everything was feeling great, like right there, ready to push some PBs with the heaviest deadlift that I'd done for a while, 270, squatting 250. Um, benching 135 so all reasonable numbers my body weight was down to 92 so it's going to be a very small water cut um so i was feeling great uh monday comes deload squat session i do my body weight you know ground touches i put 70 on the bar do a set of six do my ground touches again i go for my second warm-up set and the very first rep i get to the bottom and clunk in my lower back and my hips just popped and immediately knew something was wrong racked it up Started to get tighter and tighter during the day. Basically, couch ridden all Tuesday and most of Wednesday. Had a couple remedial massage therapy sessions. Saw a really good sports physio. And um, basically, we eliminated all the things that it wasn't. Um, and it, it ended up being, um, I popped two facet joints in my lower back and strained the ligaments that were attached to them. And very, that was... Very upsetting. That was that. So I had to withdraw from the comp, which I was really disappointed about. Um but that is life. Sometimes things don't go to plan and you just got to move forward and refocus. So I refocused my comp day instead of competing. I was going to be on the Sunday um, and I was only going to be there for a couple hours on Saturday just to sort of support early on, maybe wrap a few knees for the squats and then go home. Um, and Saturday just became um, be the be the best handler you can be day. So I, I try, you know handled so basically seven people. So glad that you were you were helping out as well because that was a, a hectic day. Yeah. It was a really hectic day. We had between us, um, well, including me, eight people competing. And we had someone in every single flight, flight one, two, three, and four. Uh, I had Deb in the first flight. There was Megan in the second one, Tito, Jess, and Fiona in the third, and I was in the fourth. Yep. So and, and then Deb was in the fourth for the well. bench That's only. right, yep. And, and so then I also picked up a stray um a stray yeah, stray guy on the right. day nice guy in there yeah. helping out i had to pick, pick up this, this this random old fella who was um having trouble with his knee wraps he missed his timing and and like missed yeah. his first squat attempt and then was like a bit razzled so i was like mate do you want me to get those knee wraps on you he's like oh yeah yeah so basically the how the comp goes is you, you've got time so uh there's a list of names um one two three four five six and when you get to see Backstage, there's like a TV and it shows you what's happening as it's ha as it's happening. You get 60 seconds to do your lift. There's usually a little bit of time for the bar loaders to load the bar. And then they say, bar is loaded. You got 60 seconds to walk onto the platform and do your list and do your lift. This guy was first, I think, in my flight. Yeah. And right off the bat, very first squat, I think he timed out. He timed out. Um, he didn't, he didn't was, get up onto the platform. He didn't get to get onto the platform. He was by himself. He didn't have, when we say a handler, it's a coach there to help you out. He didn't have, he was just, just by himself. He was putting up some pretty good numbers for... It was like 69-year-old dude. Yeah, yeah. Some reasonable numbers, but he but just didn't really have a clue about what was going on or how to do anything and so i had a chat with him it was his second ever comp um i don't know if the first comp was a novice or a qualifier yeah. but it was his second comp a little and lost. he just didn't have the timing down with his knee wraps and and then when he missed his first attempt um got a bit razzled so i helped, helped him out so yeah ended up ended up helping ended up eight people on coach, day one coaching him through the, the squats um yeah yeah i'm really really glad you were there though because like i said someone in each flight so i had um one of my clients up first and then we had one of Nev's clients up second and then mine and Nev's in the third flight that i was in the fourth so the whole day basically while i was trying to warm up myself to do one of my lifts i was just finishing off helping tito Wrap his knees. Wrap his knees and do one of his lifts. So, so I was bouncing back between my warm ups and his warm ups, and uh, and then Deb was in the next flight. So as I was finishing my heavy lifts, making sure that she's got her timing right, and, and it was just 
constantly on the go for, for eight hours straight. It was a very long day. We got there around eight o'clock and we started getting all the heights and everything set up and getting warmed up. And we ended up finishing just after five, I think we left, yeah. after they did all the announcements. It was a long, stressful day and I could not be happier that you were there and able to help out. Yeah. I, I, I probably wouldn't have done as well as I did without yeah, you. Yeah, well, it's good. Try to take some of the um, before I hit my yeah, lifts take as well. some of the pressure off you so you can focus on your lifts, which was good. So yeah, disappointing, but try to find the positives in that. Um, well, the positive. Speaking of, let me just cut in really quick. We were talking about this before. So a little while ago, we said that for this comp, we were going to we were going to battle um, oh, the the last relative strength uh, challenge that we did. It was too close to call. Zero point zero three percent of a difference. It's too close to call. So we were going to go based on the coefficient that they use for this comp. It's got a Glossbrenner score. A Glossbrenner equation and so you can look it up on the results page of the gpc state powerlifting comp that's just gone i was fourth in my weight class and i got 374 um and never saying that before the comp the week before the comp he got a three was it 390 397 397 so basically he was going to cut another two kilos and lift a little bit heavier and it would have been four and he would have smoked me right would have Coulda, shoulda, but didn't. So as of right now, we're still, we're still, uh, we're still drew. Wait, we didn't draw. It's a no contest. I well, guess you would call it. We drew the squat challenge, and yeah. then before that, so have we, we, drew, have we, we has anyone won? No, no one's won anything. Yeah, no, we so drew a squat challenge. Still... We have one draw and one no contest. And um, to be honest, we're both just a little bit over trying to beat each other on a strength-related uh, thing right now because it seems to be cursed a little bit. So we want to find something different. So if you have any good suggestions about how we could challenge each other that isn't squat, deadlift, or heavy lift or, or, related. Or like just body weight related. Like we don't want to like be cutting weight anymore. Or breaking ourselves yeah. to, try and, to try and do it. We, we, just want to, we just want to enjoy ourselves. Yeah. We just want to have fun with it. So yeah, yeah any type of challenge. Uh, we're we're going to be doing, speaking of challenge, uh, we talked about it a little bit already. The 10,000 calorie challenge. Um, run yeah. us through the challenge. Yeah, well, now. we had our first video get over 10,000 views. Um, it was a scat pull up video. And so, we're like, let's celebrate that. And I was thinking, well, it's a scat pull up. Why don't we do 10,000 kilos worth of chin ups? Yeah, that's because. Like 14,000 now, right? What's that? It's at 14,000. Yeah, but we're going to base it off 10,000. Okay. Anyhow, um, and then for Adrian, that'd be like, you know, 122 chin ups. For me, it'd be like anywhere between. Uh, like 100 and 110 chin-ups. So um, maybe we do that. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to do 110 chin-ups. Maybe what we'll do is we'll eat 10,000 calories instead because people love those eating challenge videos. And I was like, I don't want to eat that many calories. Like, that I kind of want to eat that. God awful. And I don't think that I could even do that. That's too so many calories. So maybe what we do is the J Jake goes, young Jake goes, why don't you eat your, your 10,000 calories because you'll be able to eat faster than Adrian. But then... After that, do your 10,000 uh, kilos worth of chin-ups because he'll smoke you on chin-ups. So that's a pretty fun so challenge. That's, that's way too much food to put in your stomach and then do chin-ups with. So we decided to cut it in half, right? So did we land on that 5,000 well, calories? Well, we're thinking of we could do 5,000 calories each and 5,000 kilos worth of chin-ups each, or we could just forget the chin-ups and just do a 10,000 calorie eating challenge and we just eat 10,000 calories between I us. I think the challenge would be fun. Either either. Uh, same thing, guys. Comment. Let us know what you think we should do. Or even if you have a better idea for a challenge, let us know. But um, so far, that's pretty much what we landed on. Instead of a, a training challenge, it's just going to be an eating challenge. Yeah. Which would be good fun. I'm so down for an eating challenge. Anyways, yeah. back to the recap. Back to the recap. Um, so day one, uh, seven competitors plus a stray. Um, and everyone did fantastic. Everyone got PBs. Deb uh, broke four from four. Australian national records for the M5 she, division. She did. So she yeah. got a 65.5 kilo squat uh, and got the record attempt on her second attempt and then went for a 70, but didn't quite make it. And then 
The bench was 35.5. We opened on that and got that. And she broke the record again and got a 40 kilo bench. And she got a 40 kilo bench. So she broke the bench record by five kilos, went for the 45 and didn't quite get it. And then the deadlift, oh, the deadlift was good. Deadlift the deadlift was, was so good. So, so she still opened at a record 100.5. 100.5. So she had that. And then on a second attempt, which we've done in training the week before deload, we got 105 kilos for three sets of one. And so we were planning on going a little heavier than 105. So she, she goes out on her first attempt, breaks the record, right? That's three for three and four national records, squat, bench, deadlift, and total. So we wanted to get 105 and then plus. So the second attempt she went out, tried the 105, and it didn't move that well. It barely went up, and then she failed the attempt. And so I just I tr I tried as hard as I could to psych, psych her, like pump her up, get it completely psyched. And so... Basically, in training, she's failed reps a couple of times and then come back and hit those same numbers. So I was just just telling her, to focus on your training. Remember all the hard work that we've done. Everything's leading up to this moment. This is this is the one. This is where you put everything on the line. And she went out and pulled the toughest rep I've ever seen her pull in her life. And there was so much energy in the crowd. Everyone was yelling. It was fantastic. I lost my voice yelling at it in that rep. Yeah, it was great. It was fantastic to see her push that hard and then break two records by five kilos, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah she came away with four records to her name, which is which is which is awesome. Which is it very cool. Yeah. Um, in terms of other records, Dad broke uh, the bench press record for his division, which is um, the M7s, um, in the 82 and a half kilos. He benched at 74 years old and 80, he only weighed about 81 kilos, so he's in the 82 and a half division, um, benched 97 and a half kilos pause, right? Powerlifting spec bench, which is huge because 100 kilos is a really good standard for anyone. Just going for anyone, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's 74. That's the and dream. Most people want to get two boot plates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, basically that means now he is only five kilos off. So he turned 75 in January. That will put him into M8, Masters 8 division. And the world record is 102 and a half. So it get, he needs to get a 103 because you're allowed to go up by half a kilo on, uh, on national and world record attempts. And so basically he's only five kilos off a world record that's currently. Awesome. And, so that's what we're going to be aiming for. I just want to quickly add that the people who broke national records... 64, dad was 64, and your dad was 74. 74. So all these young guys competing out here better pick up their game. That's right. But in saying that, um, in terms of lifters, lifters of the day, right, you got a bunch of records. Everyone got PBs. You had to give a special shout-out to Megan, who actually um, totaled over 500 kilos, which is phenomenal. Over 500? It was, well, it was, a, 500. It was a 500 kilo. Yeah. Um, 500 kilo total, which is phenomenal. It, it was um, just shy of a 400 Glossbrenner, which for the ladies is phenomenal. Um, she was probably in the most stacked division. So it had Kat, who's got a world record squat in it. And then you had the winner from the weight class below has been eating up and building up and now is in this weight class. So it's not like people running from different weight classes. They sort of like like all came to the 82 and a half kilo weight class for the ladies. Mm. Um, so Megan ended up getting bronze in that. Um, but the top three ladies all went 500 plus on total, which is yeah. stacked, which is an huge. absolutely stacked division. So for those of you who don't know much about that Glossbrenner total, everyone who came first and got a gold medal in their division had 400 or over so anything over 400 is considered to be really nice really really the impressive. best male lifter on the entire day was a 440 okay um but basically every division winner was a 400 plus yeah. um so that gives you an idea of a gloss score 
um, Megan's, we had to check, I think it was like a 395 or something like that. It was, it was almost 400. So she, she did fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was a really good day. Everyone got PBs. A, a few of us got medals as well, uh, which is going to bring us into our next point. So Tito, he did get to wait. He weighed in at 66 point. One sixty six point sixty six point something. He was yeah. well under. He was well and under. I think he got a better Glossbrenner than I did, didn't he? What was he? No, 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 no. You you beat him on Glossbrenner, okay. but he beat Byron. Byron, on that's right. Yeah. Yes. So Tito got a gold medal. Uh, he got a gold medal. He was the only one in his weight class. But looking back over the previous over the previous few years with people who have competed, he would have put up a decent fight for first, second, or third anyway. His bench was a lot higher than a lot of the people who have competed in the last couple of years. Uh, so that would have put his total up quite a bit as well. But he did really, really well. Um, he got a gold medal. Then Megan, like you said, got bronze. And Jess got a silver. Correct. And with how we did on the day, out of all the gyms and clubs that registered, the Strength Institute got third. That's right. So basically, they do hold a club championship. Now, if you have multiple lifters from the same club, basically, you're entering a team into the into the meet. And for a gold medal, you get three points. For a silver medal, you get two points. And for a bronze, you get one. Um, and and there was eight teams on the leaderboard, and we came third. Obviously, there's individual lifters from clubs that weren't part of teams. Um, but we came third with seven points, and second place was Dungeon Gym from Bunbury. Um, with 11 points so we weren't too far off we, you know we're you know two two medals or three medals out, out of second place how many points did the Rooch's gym Rooch's gym I think got 21 but they yeah. are definitely the biggest yeah. um, they're the biggest gym they have the most competitors that's kind of their jam too that is their jam I mean yeah. they are the powerlifting gym right yeah. so um, you know we got third overall that second in the Perth metro area yeah. which is um, pretty cool for such a small gym we're a very small community so yeah. i'm like pumped with how we went all things considered that was amazing i mean if we got points for national records as well we probably would have smoked them well i think that what was um what's what's cool is that we had eight people and i believe there was four medals right so you know 50 percent success rate on the podium is mm -hmm. is not bad at all and the people who did get medals uh tito was his first comp um deb hitting her national records it was her first comp um it was my first comp as well. It was a lot of people's first time competing. So to do that well, Byron's under so first much comp. Byron's first comp. Yeah, but half so the much first pressure. Comp. Yeah. It it was really good to see everyone put down so much effort and perform really well. Yeah. yeah. Everyone crushed it. They did. They crushed it so hard. So I guess where do we go from here? We at the end of the month, on the last weekend of May, we're still doing our record breaker day. So that means the people that didn't compete at states or that want to have a crack at getting up onto the record board in the gym. Um, they can come in all day on Saturday. They can do a 24-hour weigh-in, same as they could in a competition. They could come in on Friday and weigh-in or weigh-in on the Saturday morning. And basically, they're going to come in and try to um, break PBs, get onto the record board, um, which is going to be a fun day as well. So I'm really looking forward to that. I don't think, in all honesty, my back is going to be ready for PBs yet. Yeah. Um, but it is it is on the mend. Um, fit, sports physio said it's a, it's a two- to three-week injury. So it's just unfortunate timing, um, but that's all right. I will be officiating on the day. So with the Record Breaker event as well, uh, that's not an open competition. That's just our gym yeah, just and our, our gym. members, right? Yes. So a couple of rules for that one as well is that um, we aren't changing the totals on the board anymore unless you do it in a Record Breaker event. So unless you do your squat, your bench, and your deadlift on the day, that's going to get you changed on the board. So if you do like a bench PB, then we'll just put the bench up. But the only time from now on that those total numbers are going to change is really on the record breaker day. So people... All competition. You have to all do... All competition. Yeah, yeah, all three lifts in the same day. Exactly. So um, that's going to add a little bit 
a little bit more of a fun element to people's training for those people who don't want to go and compete. It gives them a bit of a taste of what it's like to actually compete as well, which is fun. Uh, so that'll be good. Uh, everyone who did the comp is really excited to come back in a month and smash some more PBs. Everyone's well. Byron's only five kilos away from the two hundred club. He is, and um, we're wondering that two hundred club. So that's exciting. He also, um, you know, smoked you on deadlift, but he but he, he's actually only. 10 kilos away from having the second biggest deadlift in the gym. Yeah, so Gavin, yeah. watch out because Byron's coming for you on record breaker day. There's been a longstanding uh, competition between Byron and myself. I uh, never got upset when we, we've got a goals board out there when I wrote on mine, the just deadlift more than Byron. And goal, on his, he wrote deadlift more than Adrian. The goal uh, board is meant to be, and, and there's a reason for this, <laughs> is not meant to be um, subjective. It's meant to be objective, like with numbers, because... It's very easy to be like, I want to lose weight or I want to get stronger. And people just like flounder around and, and don't like put things in motion to actually get those goals. Smart goals. So I like I like having numbers like, oh, deadlift 240 or deadlift 260 or squat 6,000, whatever it's going to be. But it's like, I want to be stronger than this guy. But I like it this way because then there's no limit to how hard that I have to work to beat Byron. To begin with, I was in front of Byron, right? And then me being the amazing trainer that I am, trained him uh, up to the point where he got me. So I got up to 210 right before the squat challenge and he pushed it to 215. So he had me by five kilos for quite a while. And then once I started getting into the swing of things with my sumo deadlifts, I transitioned around dirty, Christmas time. Dirty sumo. Uh, I bumped it up a little bit. I got 220 before he did. And then I got 225 before he did. And then he got 225.5 in a session uh, leading up to this comp. And then he got 230 actually. So he's got me by five. And then, like I said, I had a bad training month this month. So I, I didn't get a PB. 225 in the gym. But on comp day, I only managed to get 220. Byron got a 235. And it looked good. He had an easy 10 more kilos. Yeah. Time. So he's going to go for uh, 140 to 150, somewhere around that mark for, for this. Uh, Two, 240 to 250. 240 to 250 for, for this record breaker event. So he's pulled ahead really, really well. And I liked I liked the rivalry because it's made him work so much harder. I mean, so much you don't, harder for you him. don't work Fridays. What do you think Byron and I have been doing on Fridays? <laughs> well, he deadlifts on the Saturdays uh, with me on Saturday morning. Yeah, fatigued. Huh? Fatigued. Because we do it on Fridays as well. <laughs> so uh, he's been coming into the gym more and more often, like really trying to pump himself up for it. And it's good because he worked his butt off for that and so hats off to Byron uh you are the clear the clear winner here the clear champ so well done um and I'm re really pumped to see what he can push his deadlift to now that's gonna be great yeah absolutely well I think this was um just a short podcast just mainly to recap I think we've basically done that well when you said what next as well so we've yep. gone over the record breaker event uh we had to kind of well, I had to especially back off my SOTS press a little bit in that road to 100 kilo SOTS. Uh, now that this is over after the record breaker event in a month's time, uh, like I said, I'm just going to change everything that I'm doing and build all of my programming around that. So so that's what's going to be next for me after this record breaker event is back to that road to 100. And then once you're back in it and good again, it's going to be the road to 300. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to continue. I'm actually going to film a road to 300 this week, um, just t touching on... The, uh, what happened, the injury that happened. And um, I got some really good sort of rehab and prehab exercises. We did um, discover, I already knew that my glutes are weak at that really heavy top range of weight that I'm, lift, uh, that I'm lifting. 
Um, but it appears that my right glute is actually significantly weaker than my left. And so maybe that contributed to this injury. So I do have a bunch of exercises that I'm gonna be incorporating into my training plan moving forward. So I'm gonna film a um, Road to 300 this week, just touching on the injury and sort of my plans to like work through that. Um, yeah. But like I said, the 300 is still the goal and it will still happen this year. Like I ended up doing the 270 at low 90 kilos. I'm gonna be putting up another 10 kilos body weight because I'm gonna be doing the 300 at 100 kilos. So yeah. um, I'm, I, I'm feeling confident about that. Um, I'm just disappointed that it's set me back a few weeks, but that's all it is, just a few weeks setback. Exactly, and I feel like it adds an extra element to the Road to 300 as well, because it's not just like people watching online being like, look how awesome I am, check me out, I'm so strong. There's a lot more than just pushing really hard. Sometimes you have to kind of work your way through an injury, do it smart, rehab, this is all part of it as well. So yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see the next couple of weeks and months worth of the Road to 300. And I'm excited to get back on track with the Road to 100 so it's That's right. Be, it's gonna be a good year moving forward. Absolutely. And if you guys can think of any challenges that we can do um, that maybe don't relate, revolve, you know, revolve around just strength. Yeah, just strength or like having to limit our body weights because we both enjoy eating and I don't want to cut weight. So um, have a think about it. Let us know and um, and we will consider all suggestions. Yeah. All right. And that's about it for the recap. That's it for the recap. Cool beans. Awesome. Um, have a good one and we'll see you guys next week. See you next time. See ya. Bye.